Hello and welcome to the 4th and 1 podcast. My name is Oliver Higgins. I'm joined by Joseph Walton. Hello. And Callum Bennett. Hello. This is ostensibly an NFL podcast. At the beginning of the season, I knew a decent amount about NFL. Joe and Callum did not know much. They have since learned quite a lot. Um, each week we pick the games and they've both done significantly better than me, which shows their <laughs> progress. And we have come to the end of the regular season and the end of the postseason. In fact, it is Super Bowl week. Uh, the Super Bowl is this Sunday night. Uh, the Chiefs are playing the Niners and it is going to be a delightful game. We're going to, based on some um, listener feedback to some of our previous podcasts, we're going to sort of break down the game of American football a little bit, try and explain sort of how it works from the beginning so that if anyone hasn't watched the Super Bowl in the past, they can and hopefully get it, have a pretty decent idea of what is going on uh, because... We've been told that in our previous podcasts, a lot of it doesn't make much sense to the casual listener. All, all five casual listeners. All five casual listeners did not know what was going on. Um, so we're going to try and rectify that. After that, we will dive into the Super Bowl, uh, talk about it in a bit more detail, some players to watch. We'll talk about some of the betting odds and what we think may or may not happen. We'll make our predictions and that will probably be us. So to begin with, Shall we try and explain the game of American football? It is quite a hard task. It is. That's one of the reasons we perhaps shied away from it before. And I am awful at it. It's, it's another part of it. I have tried to explain it to family and friends in the past, and I just don't know where to start. There's a lot of technicalities in the rules. Yeah. And there's also a lot of different things you can do in each situation. Yeah. So, Callum, I'm going to throw it to you to start with the basics, like... How does the game work? What is the aim of the game? Yeah. Okay. So the aim of the game is to beat the other team in points. Um, how do you get points, Callum? So there's, there are four ways in which you can get points. Um, if I'm thinking, actually maybe five. Maybe just so, the okay. main ones. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of some technicalities. Okay. So a touchdown is when a player from your team runs into the other team's end zone, which is the area of the pitch at the back. It's separated. Yeah. It tends to have a nice decal. You can kind of tell it apart. Ooh, um, so there's a 100-yard pitch with a 10-yard end zone at either end, and you're aiming to catch the ball or run with the ball into that end zone for yeah. a touchdown. Very the, similar to rugby, for any listeners familiar with that. So the preference is to get a touchdown because that is the biggest section of points you can get in a play. Uh, it's six points. Yep. After a touchdown, it's followed up by an opportunity to score either one or two points. Yeah. One is something called a pat attempt. A point after touchdown. Yep. Uh, where you go to two from the two yards, it gets thrown backwards, and a kicker kicks it. So, or is it from the fifteen uh, yard? From line? the fifteen yard line. Yeah. So you get an opportunity to, much like a conversion in rugby, you get an opportunity to kick a ball through the posts for an additional point. And if you don't want to do that. The vast majority of the time, that is the options team will take. Teams will take, excuse me. But if they don't, then they can line the ball up at the two-yard line and have a single play to try and get the ball back into the end zone again after scoring a touchdown. Which and is either a run or a pass. Yeah, and if they complete that, they get two points. But then there is the great thing about American football, which is the complexity, where you can pretend to do one and do the other. Which where you can't pretend. Very to do rarely works. It, it, yeah. So. The rules changed a couple of years ago, so that essentially never happens anymore, except on Madden, which is the video game. Or if there's an absolute stonker of a play. It doesn't happen. 
You may it, see it. It literally cannot, has not happened. It's it unlikely to happen occurred. in the Super Bowl, but it will not. It would be beautiful. Okay. <laughs> well, so that's the, that's recap, the main way. Joe, will you uh, recap? That recap. There are there are. Well, we haven't actually been over the third way of scoring a goal yet. A goal. A goal. A point yet. Um, field goals. Field Callum, goals. Do you want to yeah, go over those? Got do the workhorse yeah. today. Um, so a field goal is when you so it tends to be when you're on fourth down which is there's a system of downs in which so you start on first down when you have when you're attacking with the ball you start on first down each time the ball gets grounded so if somebody throws a ball and it doesn't go to someone or if someone gets tackled in that overall set of four downs you have to make 10 yards if you make the 10 yards it gets reset and if you don't get make the 10 yards you either have to kick it away or give the ball to the other team um, so a field goal is generally taken when you need to get rid of the ball. Uh, so you've, you, you have exhausted your chances to make those 10 yards, which is your preference because you're going for the touchdown usually. So on your fourth down, which is your last chance, you decide, right, we're going to go for a field goal uh, in which the long snapper, which somebody throws the ball, yep. uh, somebody catches it, puts it down, and then a kicker will put his foot through it and try and kick it between two posts. Um, and that's three points if they make it. And if they don't make it, then the other team gets the ball from the point from, uh, from which you try to take the field goal. Yeah. So after accidentally explaining half of the game to you in doing that, there, yeah. are, there are three main ways of scoring points yeah. in, in American football. There is the touchdown uh, for six points. Um, you can then convert that to one or two via a... Uh, a pointer. Point yeah. or a yeah. point of touchdown or a two-pointer. Yeah. Or a uh, field goal for three points. Yeah, so those are the primary ways of scoring. Uh, as Callum said, worth emphasizing that the downs is often the thing that confuses people. Mm. So every time you get the ball, you start with first and ten, which means it's first down of four that Callum mentioned. So that's your first opportunity. Yeah, and you have ten yards to go before you get a new set of downs. Um, so say you got three yards and then you got tackled. So... The, someone rushes with the ball, the running back rushes with the ball, then is tackled, and their knee goes down after three yards. Uh, they restart from there, and it is second down and seven yards to go, which is just called second and seven. At which point, if they get seven or more yards on that play, then they'll get a new set of downs, and it'll be first and ten again. Uh, and in that way, you sort of matriculate down the field until you get a touchdown, or if you're stopped, you'll either go for a field goal if you're within range, which is, say up to 50 odd yards say 55 yeah if you're uh, optimistic yeah or well, or if not you will kick the ball away which is called a punt which is where you accept that you're not likely to get a first down or, or you don't want goal. to take the risk of getting a first down or a field goal uh and so you decide that you're accepting that the other team are going to get the ball but you want them to get it much further into their own territory because in many ways it is a game of territory and so you kick the ball usually around 40-odd yards towards their end, and they will start from wherever they return it to. So they catch the ball and usually try and run it back a little bit, and wherever they're stopped is where they begin their drive. Mm -hmm. So once a, uh, a normal scoring sequence is finished, so if a field goal is kicked through, or if a touchdown is made, and then the points afterwards are attempted, then the ball will pretty much invariably go back to the other team mm -hmm. um so you'll do something you'll do a kick uh 
called you, the kickoff. Yeah, the kickoff, uh, where your team lines up and you kick it to the kicker on the other team. Um, you're aiming to try and stop them running it back as much as possible. And uh, that means they have to have further on their drive. So you're more likely to stop them. Yeah. So on the kickoff, there will be a returner. Uh, so the kicking team and the receiving team. On the receiving team, you will have a returner whose job it is to catch the ball and either, uh, this is maybe more complex than I intended it to be, but uh, either... a safe catch. <laughs> so they either take a knee in the end zone, which means it's a touchback and you start at the 25, or they'll try and run it back, which is where they catch the ball and run like a bat out of hell towards the other end zone. Essentially, they get as far as they can while the kicking team, they try and stop them. Basically, the way in which you can kind of understand it is if, if, if there's been a kickoff and the person catches it and doesn't really do anything, you know they've gone for the safer option and they don't think they could have made more than 25 because it sets them automatically at the 25. Yeah. If somebody tries to run it back and fails to make the 25, it was a dumb decision and people will be a bit angry at them. Yeah. The, the uh, unless they back, have to. The touchback where it's reset at the 25 is far and away the most common outcome. Yeah, that's days. what you'll normally see. Yeah. Especially when it's two good teams playing each other because they know that they're quite likely to get stopped. Um, however, sometimes the, the, there'll be an attempted kick return and they might make, uh, say, 35 yards and they'll get to start 10 year, or yards ahead. Or a touchdown. Ahead. Yeah, that could happen. But it doesn't happen very often. Uh, so where they will have made, so say if they made 20, 35 yards, uh, then they get 10 yards ahead of where they would have been if they would have just knelt. And that's why they, that's the motivation for going for one of the, if you think you can. Yeah. Uh, so should we talk about the sort of course of play itself and the two different yes, main methods of getting the ball out the field? Thing. So the kickoff occurs. It may or may not be returned. There's a touchback. They start at the 25. If there's a return, they start at wherever the return got to. And then probably worth mentioning, there are three separate teams within each team. So the Chiefs have an offense a defense and the special teams. The 49ers will have the same. They'll have an offense, they'll have a defense, and they'll have a special teams, which is why you'll see so many people along the sidelines and so many people like subbing on and off between plays. And each team is made up of 11? 11 players on the field for each so team. So it's not time. like in football where you have a consistent team throughout the entire game. It's literally the case where if you're on defense, if the, if the possession switches the entire defensive team goes off the field and the, the offense comes onto the field. Yeah. Uh, so it's not consistent players. Yeah. So the kickoff is dealt with by the special team. Uh, and when the return or touchback is settled, the special teams will leave and the offense and defense will come on. The team on offense will line up with five big guys in front of the quarterback. That's the offensive line. Yeah. And the aim of the offensive line is to prevent... So the, the quarterback is the person who throws the ball. Um, it's snapped to them yep. when the when the play starts. So the quarterback so, and the center in the middle of the offensive line are the only two who touch the ball on every play. Yeah. And that is where, if you're watching it for the first time, that is the easiest place to sort of focus your attention. Mm -hmm. Just watch those two because it all goes through them at one point or another. Yeah. So the team that's attacking, if you watch the person stood in the middle of the line of them and then generally the slightly smaller guy who stood behind him, um, the ball will be snapped, which means it's thrown through the center. The center throws the ball through his legs to the quarterback, and then the play starts. Yep. Um, the the defensive line on the other team is the uh, counterpart fat guys um, <laughs> to, the, to the fat guys in the O-line. 
uh, and their aim is to stop the quarterback doing anything or if the ball is run to stop that as well uh, so they're trying to force the way past the offensive line to sack the quarterback which means they're going to they're going to take him down which stops the play yeah so the o-line try and protect the quarterback or allow the running back to run and the d-line try to get to the quarterback or stop the run mm -hmm. and so sort of in saying that i'm alluding to the fact that there are two possible types of play essentially there's either a run or a pass a pass means the quarterback will get snapped the ball and they will find a receiver and they will try and throw it to him. And a run means the quarterback will hand the ball off in one way or another to a running back most of the time and they will run down the field to try and gain yards. If they run out of bounds, the ball is spotted at the point where they run out of bounds. And if they are tackled, the ball is spotted at the point where they are tackled. And then it's a new down, whether it's a first down, second down or whatever it may be. And they go again. Uh, the ref sort of puts the ball in the spot where the previous down stopped, and the center snaps it, and the game continues. Although there's normally like forty odd seconds between each snap. Yep, I think that's a pretty good explanation. Right. You you probably see penalties. Yeah. If there's a penalty, one of the referees throws down a yellow flag. Quite dramatically. Yeah. Like with some flair. Should we yeah. talk about the, the, the sort of main penalties you'll see come up? Don't think yeah. it's worth going to. Maybe the, maybe the, the most basic ones. Pass interception is quite a big are, one, I think. Because of Charles McPherson. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, they're quite confusing. The more complex ones are not worth going into, like a neutral zone in Oh, no, no. Yeah. But maybe face mask, that's quite easy to explain. Yeah, face mask is easy. So, Joe. If, what if, is a face mask? If, if you pull down on someone's face mask, you get you get flagged and you get how many yards? 15 yards, isn't it? 15 yards penalty. So the ones you'll see most are a false start, which is where one of the big guys on the offense, um, so as we said, the center snaps the ball, and if someone sort of preempts that, they move a little too soon, that's a penalty, and they're pushed back five yards. Uh, holding is a very common one, which is where often during a run, the one of the offensive players will grab onto a defensive player and ensure they can't get past which is part of the game, but you're not allowed to restrict them for too long or grab their jersey or their pads or anything. You're not allowed to hold them back. You have to be engaged in a block. And so you'll often see a flag come in and it'll be a holding call. And that's a 10 yard penalty. And uh, no, it's not a loss of down. It's a, you replay the down. Yeah. And then the other one, which is often quite controversial or certainly very significant within a game is pass interference which is where the receivers, who are the speedy guys who try and catch the ball, or the tight ends, who are the slightly less speedy guys who catch the ball, um, they are impeded once the ball is in the air. So it's while it's contact sport, the defense are allowed to make contact with the receivers within a couple of yards of the line of scrimmage. And beyond that, the line of scrimmage is where the ball is snapped. Um, Callum sort of winced when I said that and I thought that I haven't There's mentioned more that and yet. more terms yeah. through. The jargon is coming flying from everywhere. <laughs> um, so they're allowed to, the defenders are allowed to make contact with the offensive player for the first couple of yards, but after that, they run alongside them or they cover zones near them, but they're not allowed to sort of shove them, grab them, hold them, whatever it may be, and uh, until the ball has arrived, they have to like aim to play the ball and so quite often you'll see a defender sort of grab a someone grab someone's jersey and there will be a flag and it's pass interference so the way in which the rule works if i understand correctly is you can't um interfere with the receiver in a way which would prevent them to get from getting to the throw 
Yeah. Uh, once the thrower is in the area, you can mess them up pretty much. So you may see sometimes where it'll seem like nothing. Somebody's just grabbed someone's sleeve as they run past. Yeah. Uh, and they'll, they'll call a pass interference call. And then the next time you'll see a receiver leap up and then midair gets snapped in half by a player. Yeah. Um, and that's totally fine. It's, yeah, it's as all long to do as the with, ball has arrived. Yeah, it's all to do with whether the ball is around or not. Um, it's not a very exciting penalty, but it's no. a very common one. But yeah, and often a very sort of influential one in the game. Many a tear has been shed in our Madden games because of... Because uh, <laughs> of phantom pass. <laughs> and so quite an important one of to understand, I think, is um, how possession changes. Yeah. So possession changes, as we said before, when uh, there's a major point scoring. So if a touchdown is scored, it gets kicked back to the other team. If a field goal is scored, it gets kicked to the other team. Um, but a way that is preferable, the two ways that are most preferable to a team, obviously they don't want to have points scored against them, is either to stop another team on a fourth down, which happens quite rarely. Uh, it's where the other team backs themselves to make, if they have a small chunk of yardage left, they say back themselves. At fourth and one. Yeah, say a fourth and one. Fourth down and one yard to go. Yeah. Also, the name of this podcast. Thank so, you, Joe. Is all right? If they back themselves to do it and they don't do it, then the other team gets the ball at that spot. And the other main t- uh, time where it happens, which is uh, one of the most dramatic things that can happen, is an inception, which is where one of the defensive players catches a ball meant for a receiver. Uh, and they can be quite spectacular. There'll be players doing ridiculous leaks and catching it. Yeah. So you'll see... Richard Sherman will be doing it, I'd yeah. imagine. So um, it would be useful to know what colours they were playing in, but I actually don't know. Well, will the Niners not be... Wait. Who's the home team? Niners, wait, really? It's neither, really. But... It's neutral, but they always <laughs> assign the home team. Isn't the better record? Is oh, home, no? That's interesting. I haven't a clue. Uh, would you I... mind Googling it, too? Thank you very much. But then I also don't know what the Chiefs awake is. Uh, it's is Chiefs it... at Niners. Chiefs at Niners. So, so the 49ers will be wearing red. So red say, and gold, yeah. Yeah. So say the Chiefs, who will be the ones white. in white, uh, say they throw a pass, and it's obviously intended for a guy in white, one of the offensive receivers. But Kelsey, it is possible <laughs> that a player in red will get in the way, or it'll be sort of, it'll bobble around in the air, it'll get tipped, and then a player with red will grab it. And if they do, that is an interception, and the red team, 49ers, will then have the ball and the offense will come on and start from the point well, that they that the starts, balls, that they are stopped. Yeah, where they're stopped. But if they're not stopped, the, the play is down. the play is fluid. They they have the ball and they can they can attempt to run it yeah. as they are. So you, you can get quite amusing circumstances sometimes where you have a massive unit who yeah. would never normally be running with a ball and is usually just running against other big units, suddenly catching a ball and trying to run it down a field, which yeah. is it's a sight to behold. It's good to see. Yeah, yeah. And um, there we, is I did one forget. Other. Yeah, fumbles. Yes. Uh, so if a player is running with the ball, uh, say after catching it, or if it is a running back and it's a running play, um, and they drop the ball, or if the ball is punched out of their gri- their grasp, or if the quarterback, for example, is dropping back to pass and he drops the ball, essentially, if the ball is dropped in a way that isn't an incomplete pass, then it is called a fumble. And the ball is on the ground and it is fair game. So anyone can pick it up. And once they pick it up, uh, it is their ball. So it could, it may be the offense recover it. And then they continue their drive from where they are. Or it may be that the defense get it. And then they start the drive from wherever that finishes. And that is a, that's a very dramatic play. 
often very hard to tell what's going on. But I should say that I think one good thing about the NFL is that the referees always explain every call. So you'll see these flags come in in dramatic fashion. These little yellow flags. There can be like five flying around at the same time. <laughs> yeah. if they've seen and then the referees things. go have a little press conference in the middle of the field, figure out <laughs> what they're doing. And then the main referee will always announce to the stadium and on TV what the penalty is, what is coming, what is going on, and uh, sort of what the outcome is. So like, if you're going to pay attention to anything, those can be quite relevant. And uh, I think... That's probably all the that's basics. Yeah. yeah, I think that's most of what you'll need to know to understand you, the majority listen, of what's going listen on. Listen back on that five or six times, and you might be <laughs> in good stead for the um, for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think you'll, you'd probably understand most of what would happen in the game with that. It's only if uh, there are there are lots of complex rules. Yeah. So, but the majority of the game, you're going to understand nearly yeah. everything. It's only if there's some crazy stuff like a safety, which yeah. is just great. I'm to gonna see. do I'm gonna do a 30 second monologue on what a safety is. This okay, is Ollie's so favorite thing. It so is. This it's is my why favorite he's part of the game. This. If you don't care about safeties and it's very unlikely to come up, just skip the next 30 seconds. But a safety is when the defense are at the very back of their own sort of their own half, so they run out of room, uh, and they are stopped in their own end zone. So it's essentially so that you can't keep going backwards and backwards on defense, uh, on offense, sorry. So if the offense are stopped in their own end zone, then the defending team get two points and they receive the ball through a free kick. So it gives two points to the defense and they get to go on offense. That's a safety. Yeah, it it is, they're very good up. to watch. Is when there's, yeah, you're unlikely to see it because it tends to be when uh, you have a poor quarterback who's or slash running back who's being really highly pressured and yeah. isn't managing to make throws and his team is moving backwards. You're unlikely to see that with uh, the the teams we have today. Yeah. Uh, the teams that will be playing in the Super Bowl, which are obviously quite good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, hopefully the rules are somewhat clear. And if not, apologies, we tried. Um, and um, we will move on to... On to the teams themselves. Yes. So we'll talk about some players to watch um, who we think is going to be sort of the key influences within the game. And then after we talk about some specific players, we'll talk about the game as a whole and a little bit about betting. So Callum, uh, we're going to do two players from either team who you think are going to have a big influence. Do you want to start? Uh, but if I have the first one, I have to go for the most obvious ones. That's the hardest thing okay, about Joe, it. Okay, Joe, do you want to start? Uh, yeah. Joe just goes with his little uh, oh, I'm gonna go boy with my, crushes. Go with my man crush, um, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G, as he's uh, commonly known. Or G-Man. Yeah. Or Jimmy GQ. There you go. Yeah. Uh, he is the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. He's in his third year with the team now, is it? Yep. Um, like we're in our third year too. So. Oh, well, yeah. He's basically <laughs> like us. Uh, moved over after playing under Brady at the Patriots. Uh, he's had an all right season. He's not known as one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but he's... Um, very he's attractive. A, yeah, he's, he's very attractive, yeah. He's had how many passing yards? I don't know, like 10 maybe. Uh, 3,978 <laughs> 3, passing yards. Uh, this season, which isn't too bad. Um, completion rate of 69.1%. That's fun. Um, and yeah, he hasn't, I mean, in the uh, in the game against the Packers the other day, he wasn't massively important. It was a big rushing game, but he knows what he's doing. I think he's one to look for. If they, if they, if they pass a lot, he'll be important being the quarterback. Yeah, um, I think with quarterbacks, whatever they do is going to be important. Yeah, you, what you were saying last night to me about he's sort of, Possibly a bit of a Brady in the sense that some people say he works well within the system he's in. 
even if he's not necessarily the greatest technical quarterback there is. Yeah, he's he's effective and he's unlikely to cost the team the game. So like he'll do enough he should do enough to win most games, is my impression of Jimmy Garoppolo. He's unlikely to make them enough mistakes that sort of handicaps the team and he's unlikely to sort of go out and win win the game sort of by himself. Although he is known mm. to be clutch in the fourth quarter. He and he's very good when it comes down to the end of a close game. And his fakes on runs are phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what you will be that's another thing I forgot to mention when we we're actually talking about the game itself. A lot of the game is designed to confuse the other team. Yeah. So you will definitely be confused. He will, he will <laughs> yeah. be you you'll think he's throwing. I was watching a highlight video of runs the other day and and for three or four of them I thought he was throwing. I was confused. It was yeah, so it's sort of there's an element of acting to a quarterback's job where if they hand it off, they'll pretend they haven't, or if they don't, they'll pretend they did to buy themselves more time. And Jimmy G is one of the best in the business at this. He just really commits to it. But just before a play, you, you'll see a lot of players running around, and you'll be like, "Oh, what is going on? Where's the ball? Nothing's yeah. happened yet." And you just kind of have to accept that. Yeah, that uh, in a sense they're acting. A lot of them they're trying to trick the other team into thinking they're about to do something worrying or they're trying to tell what the other team is planning yeah uh so it, there's nothing wrong with being confused but yeah just just watch the quarterback and watch the center like we yeah. said before so joe your other player to keep it on uh so yeah my defensive player is uh nick bosa the uh defensive end for the also the san francisco 49ers i think mm-hmm. you guys will be able to tell by now who, what who, nicknames who, does who he have to, what nicknames does he have oh there is one um bosa oh, these nuts no what that's awful um <laughs> the it's like Young Bear or something. Young Bear. It's not. It's not great. It's not. A Doesn't great sound nickname. great. Is is he one of the Trump supporting players? I think you uh, said yeah, he was. Yeah, he yeah. is. Uh, there are there are a few. He's got a brother at the Chargers, also a defensive end. It's his uh, first year this year. Um, he is a large man. I've got his pre-draft stats here. He's a uh, six foot three and a half and one hundred twenty-one kilograms. I'm taller than him. Uh, Congratulations, Callum. <laughs> you, you should you should be an NFL player. Um, he's had an impressive season so far. Um, Combined 47 tackles, so that's total and where two people tackle one person together. Uh, and three sacks in the postseason alone, so yeah, quite impressive. Yeah, it's been very effective. He is, his nickname is Smaller Bear, which is in reference to his bigger brother being called Big Bear. And also being better than him. Ooh, that's a hot take. Um, well, perhaps they're both in, in his prime. As a rookie, yeah, he's Bosa a great rookie. Great rookie, yeah. I mean, the Chargers aren't in the Super Bowl, so I think I it's, entirely, think it's entirely down to Nick Bosa. Um, um, I think, I think, yeah, with Nick Bosa, it's so, he, although he's very good statistically, he's also just generally a disruptive presence yeah. and someone that the Chiefs will have to game plan for. They will have to think about how to handle Nick Bosa, which is important. Just to highlight exactly where to look out for him, he's an edge rusher, so he will be on the defensive team for the the Niners' defensive team, and he'll be on the edge of the line of big fat people wearing number 97 yeah trying to run round the edge and get to the quarterback that way so he's good on his feet not quite as chunky as some of the ones in the middle mm-hmm. and yeah he's trying to slip past people and get in yeah. to the quarterback Callum who are your two players to watch uh, can I be quite greedy and have like a matchup to watch sure why not right. so a matchup to watch between the two teams which I think would be really good if it, if you, if it ends up being that these two people cover each other Okay. Um, so Sherman, Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman. He's a defensive player for the Forty um, Niners. Forty Niners, and he's got a really good reputation. In his heyday, he was amazing, and he's still amazing now. Uh, he gets a lot of interceptions. 
He's speedy, and he reads the game just extremely well. Uh, if he ends up covering Tyreek Hill, Ooh. that will be a battle and a half. Because Tyreek Hill is younger, faster, and has had a great season. Very fast. But it's about what will win, youth or experience. And that's the matchup. Uh, Tyreek Hill is like a bullet. He's insanely fast. Um, and it's whether, yeah, youth can trump experience. That would be a really good matchup between a legend and a young up-and-coming player. Yeah. Um, apparently Tyreek Hill ran a 9.9800 meters in college. Yeah, um, that man is, which is relatively fast. <laughs> um, he is incredibly fast, yeah. and like he has I would very say, good watch hands. out for him, but you you won't see him. <laughs> see a flash. <laughs> um, um, so if I get to pick another player, which would be a defensive player. Oh no, wait, I don't have to be one from each. Yeah, I'll just have Kelsey, uh, which is the the tight end for the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, which is so the. Offensive players who aren't in the offensive line uh, are split into receivers, wide receivers, uh, running backs, and uh, tight ends. Fairly and disrespectful to fullbacks, but all right. <laughs> fullbacks, fullbacks are irrelevant. You don't need to know about them. Oh, um, uh, no, in this game, you actually okay. Do. You need to know about the 49ers fullback. That's yeah. about it. Um, so the tight ends are the taller chunkier ones who tend to be slower than wide receivers. Travis Kelsey is a bit of an exception because he yeah. is extremely fast and built like a truck. Um, he be tend to be running closer routes than people like Tyreek Hill. So it'll tend to be uh, in the middle of the field as well. So watch out for a big giant running around in the middle of the field, uh, catching balls that shouldn't be caught, being covered by two different people. And yeah. he is He's phenomenal. I think the thing is that receivers are like very nimble, very agile, very speedy, and the defensive players tasked with following them are the same, whereas tight ends tend to get, they're bigger, and they often do a lot of blocking, that's a key part of their job, mm -hmm. as well as pass catching increasingly these days, and so they tend to get matched up with the sort of less agile defenders, so they can take advantage of that, and Travis Kelsey is very much capable of that, although... I would say that the 49ers linebackers are an excellent group, and I'm not sure Kelsey is going to do quite as well against them. Yeah, against it's, about and whether he can, it's about whether he can rise to the occasion. Yeah. yeah. I think Hill has a great chance, Yeah, uh, whereas Kelsey has a chance of being uh, like a star who gets shut out during the game. Mm. Um, yeah, but he I, will, He, as I say with Nick Bosa, he will attract attention, and the Chiefs, will game plan around Kelsey and the 49ers will have to game plan around stopping him. Yeah, they'll have to double cover him and things yeah. like that, which which string plays away from more important things. Yeah. Um, the the awful thing about having to, to do the two players is the fact that both teams are so full of great players. Yeah. So, I mean, there's one you surely have to mention with your two now. Yes. Oh, no. There's several I'm going to have to mention. Kermit the Frog? Yeah, I'm going to have to do... I'm going to do three, as Callum did. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to also do a matchup, which is... George Kittle and Tyron Matthew. Um, Tyron Matthew yeah. is known as the Honey Badger. He is a safety uh, for the Chiefs. He is, so the safety is uh, on the defense. They sort of tend to be the, as you might expect, the like last man. They're sort of the ones who are meant to protect the back of the field. Um, and so Tyron Matthew sort of is a it's jack like of a... all trades in some ways in that he's very good at both stopping the run. He's very good uh, passing uh, defender 
and he's quite good at man-to-man -man coverage, which is quite rare, quite rare for a safety. So a safety is like a sweeper in football, yeah. if you know football. Yeah. Um, so Tyron Matthew will be up against quite often, I imagine, George Kittle, the 49ers tight end, uh, who is arguably the best player in the league at any position this season. He is um, a phenomenal blocker, which, as I say, is a key part of a tight end's role. He, uh, but probably the main strength of his game, or at least the most eye-catching part of his game, is his catching. He is a key target for Jimmy Garoppolo. A lot of his passes will go towards uh, George Kittle, and the vast majority of the time he'll catch them and make some yards afterwards. And that, I think, is going to be a massive matchup. And then my other player is... Tommy the Frog. <laughs> arguably the most important man on the pitch. Uh, it is Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs quarterback, who sounds somewhat like Kermit the Frog, <laughs> uh, hence Callum's nickname for him. Um, but he is he was the most valuable player in the league last season. It's only his second year as a starter. And he is um, probably the most electric player in the league. Yeah. In that he could do almost anything at any given moment. You can be sat watching the game and thinking nothing's going to happen here. The Chiefs are dead in the water. Yeah. And he will just do some... He's got so much flair, it's unbelievable. I mean, yeah. The game like, against the Texans in the wildcard round. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Came back from 20... 24 points yeah. down, I believe. You could probably half. throw a ball through his legs better than most quarterbacks can throw a normal <laughs> ball. <laughs> I mean, he's... Yeah, he's known for things like a, a no-look pass, sort of throwing, like, sidearm around defenders. It's just... It's hard or to... Or, like, ridiculous dinks where there's, like six players and one of his players yeah. and there's a there's a, a gap that you couldn't run through yeah. and he would just dink it at the only possible angle possible like to get yeah. through and he will pull it off it is some of it you have to see to believe almost he is um he is a phenomenal player quite possibly the future of the league and i think the game will ultimately come down to him and whether he can avoid the niners d-line Excuse me. The cough, mate. <laughs> whether he can avoid the Niners D line and whether he can make some magic. And I he think is, if he does, the Chiefs won't be stopped. He is very good at resisting pressure as a yeah. quarterback. He he's which means if the other team is uh has made it through and is coming for him to sack him, he's very good at running away. Yeah. And also like uh being sacked and like hopping out of it or dodging yeah. it. And he is surprisingly like mobile, as we saw like a frog, in a, yes. As we saw in the AFC Championship against the Titans, he is surprisingly quick. He doesn't look it, but he manages to make yeah. a lot of the yards rushing. He does quite a lot of rushing. And uh, he scored a phenomenal 30-yard touchdown against the Titans, which really helped turn the game in the Chiefs' favor. Yeah, he's deceptively fast. Yeah, so those are some players to focus on. One thing as well. Yes. If Kittle, who was yours, yep. Yep. if he's mic'd up, he is hilarious. He is. So if you if you... <laughs> If he does happen to have a microphone in, which I, he probably I, I, will, I very, yeah, yeah he, I think he's very likely to. Mic, yeah. uh, as long as they don't give Kermit the Frog a mic, I'm fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kittle, if he's mic'd up, he is really funny. He looks yeah. like he looks like a redneck. Yeah, uh, and he he kind of has just squeaked. <laughs> <laughs> he looks he looks very odd, um, and he doesn't look like a typical like great sports player. No. no. Um, and yet, I thought he looked quite a bit like you, Callum. Great. Um, but he's, <laughs> yeah, I can see it, actually. He's a great sports player, and he's very funny. Yeah. Um, Unlike you, Callum. Thank you. <laughs> so, 
to move on, we'll discuss some of the odds here. Some of the we'll start with some less serious ones and then do some about the game. Is the format of this that you're gonna chuck them at us and see if we would go for it or yeah, essentially. Yeah. And then we'll make our predictions for the game. So to start, some of the less serious betting uh betting odds. You can't bet on essentially anything in the Super Bowl. Um so for example, if you believe that the anthem, the national anthem, will be over or under 121.5 seconds. It's being sung by Demi Lovato, and it will be settled on the final time that she says the word brave, in case she sings it multiple times. I don't quite know how that would work in the context of the anthem, but... Yeah, I think it'd be quite odd if she decided. just started again. Uh, yeah, or just sings... The same line again. Of the brave, brave. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe just to hit the over. And what wow. was the time again? Over 121.5 seconds. And the odds are people believe it'll be the over. I personally believe it'll be the over. Uh, the over is 15 to 8 on, and the under is 11 to 8. Right. I think. I think Demi makes an the expert, most of it. I think she hits the over. Right. First, I'm going. Over. <laughs> I have to. I don't know. So she. I think she's quite a fast singer. She doesn't Based like on what? Can we dig into that? Uh, as her number one fan in Durham. <laughs> um yeah, she she sings quite quickly. She's not like but I also think she might uh be one of those singers who when she's doing like a big occasion, she'll do that thing where she'll just like mess around with the voice and show off mm, voice a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh which you do get with she has quite a high pitched voice and yeah, she'll do those yeah, yeah. ridiculous notes. It'll be over. But if she wasn't messing around, it'd definitely be under. Okay. Joe, what are we saying? You, I, you've I'm gone going over. over. I've got some stats here. Um, <laughs> the, the, the average um, recording of the US National Anthem is 1 minute and 40 seconds. So 100 seconds. 100 but seconds. is that at the Super Bowl? Uh, no, but you, it varies uh, greatly between bands who tend to be on the lower end and uh, performers mm. who will go up as high as 2 minutes and 17 seconds. So I think she will be going <sighs> higher. So I we're think, all hitting the over? Yeah, yeah. I think we're all hitting over. Well, there you go. Okay, so something's I just potentially... backline with stats. Are we, are we uh, only betting on non-sports related stuff here? Just, this, just is, the... well, this is my second and final non-sports related one. <laughs> uh, the winning coach Gatorade shower color. So it is tradition for the winning coach to be showered in a bucket of Gatorade, which Daily. they have on the sideline. <laughs> uh, at the end of the game, some players come up behind him and pour it over him. And the color of the Gatorade is unknown to anyone. It's normally orange, right? I've, every video I've seen of a coach having a pitch on his head is orange. You can get six to one on orange. Orange is the most, it's the most the popular. Best, um, well, the yeah. favorite, favorite is purple. Uh, purple is three to one. I you can get purple drink or green drink. or yellow and red or pink at four to one. You can get four, you can get blue, sorry, at five to one or clear at five to one, which is no an interesting way. one. I'm going to go with orange. You're going to go orange? I, I, Best time. I think the, the two most likely are orange and red. No one wants anything else. I'm taking red because I think both teams' home color is like red. red. Yeah. yeah. I, the only videos I've ever seen the are, are orange, white. so I would have to go orange. Yeah, but then white, go white is nine to one. White they have white Gatorade. Wait, are they dying this or is it, is it a I, color that Gatorade? White, nothing about Gatorade is natural. What? It comes straight out of the ground, Joe. Are you really sure did that nothing about <laughs> yeah. passionate about the artificial nature of Gatorade? Um, so moving on to some actual sporting bets. Um, uh, what do we think? The Chiefs to win and Patrick Mahomes to throw for over 350 yards Oof. is 6-1. to one. What do you think? I think you wouldn't be an idiot if you went for that. 
Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs are the favourites. And if they do win, it, I think the game's likely to be a quite high-scoring game with a lot of offence. Yeah. Uh, and therefore, yeah, if, if, if it was a low-scoring game, then yeah, maybe you could say uh, he's not going to throw that many. But Mahomes is not going to be his running backs doing, doing the brunt of the work. If if there's big points, he's doing big throws and he'll do over three fifty. Yeah. Sorry, one last novelty one. Coin toss. Heads or tails? Heads. Heads. I'll go tails. Tails never fails. <laughs> it's one to one. Yeah. Um that I can't believe you can bet on that. One That's... to one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I re- <laughs> Do you reckon there's somebody sat in the stands at the beginning of that who's bet like you could bet like a thousand on that. Yeah. And then you just wait and see. And then <laughs> just leave. Don't want to watch the game. Um, so there's the first touchdown. Who do we think it'll be? Oh. If you throw out some names, I'll tell you what the odds are. Depends who gets the coin toss. Well, could be could get turned over on the first drive. Uh, I think Tyreek Hill gets the first touchdown. Okay, that's 15 to 2. Pretty good value. I yeah. Think. Joe, who do you reckon? Most start. Sorry, Mozart. Mozart. Don't think Mozart. I'd give. I think Mozart is probably uh, about Mozart, quite good odds. Raheem Mostert, the yeah. Niners running back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's six to one, so that's a pretty popular choice. What about Kelsey? Travis Kelsey is seventeen to two. What about, going, what about Jimmy G? What about yeah, Jimmy G? He's not even on the list. <laughs> uh, Jimmy G. They know that man can't score. Forty to one. Forty. My per pound on that. Not gonna uh, happen. Actually, one I would consider Kali is chick. Yeah, the famed 49ers fullback. Uh, he is about the only fullback who's still relevant in the game of football. That's not quite true, but certainly the only one in this game. Um, the Niners use him a lot. It's a position which is sort of out of fashion in the it's NFL. A relic. Mm. But Kalius uh, Chick is actually a big part of their offense. So first touchdown, 41. Can't be bad to that. I think. I think. I mean, happen. they could go for a fullback drive on the line. I could see that. What's, yeah. what's Hill's stats at? Tyreek is 15 to two, wasn't it? 15 to two, is indeed. And Kelsey was seventeen to two. Ooh, what? Okay, I, I, if I was betting, I would bet Kelsey then. What's Kittle? Mm. I've already said it, but I, I wasn't. Can't remember. I think he was nine to one. So, and finally, just before we pick the game, I want to pick the handicap, which is the Chiefs win by one point five, or the Niners cover that and win. And or sorry, so the. This is a slightly weird American format of betting, but it's essentially the Chiefs either win by one and a half and it's either more or less than that, and the Niners either lose by one and a half and it's either close than that or they win or they lose by more than that. I mean, to be honest, I think if it's less than three, there's no point. Yeah, it's essentially dead heat. Yeah, I mean, if you think the Chiefs are going to win, then you're unlikely to think they're only going to win by one. That's true. It's unlikely. I mean, yeah. it's possible, but it is. it is unlikely. Throw a safety in there. Two-point attempt, maybe. Or a missed Anything pat or happen. something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it is possible, but it's, it's very unlikely. That's true. I so, think if you think the Chiefs are going to win, which I do, then yeah. In lieu of that, let's just pick the game. Callum, you're in the lead of the picks competition, and so you would have to pick first anyway. Whoever wins this out of you guys wins. I am far, far behind. Far behind um, I don't even how many know points how behind? I, 10, I think? Maybe 50. I was going to say 13, so we'll take 10. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, so, Callum, who are you going for? Right. The big game. Uh, before I say this, I just have to point out, Joe's forcing me to pick a different team to him. Mm, that's a cop Because I've, I've already won this. this... <laughs> what? Sorry? That's not how this works. I could just say the Niners now, and Joe 
would have to say the Chiefs, but he wouldn't really want to. Joe well, thinks the Niners say, will win. Say what you believe. Right. Say who you think is going to win. That's the point of this right. game. I think the Niners... I mean, they're both good teams. <laughs> oh, really? No, um, no the, the Chiefs I'm going for. Uh, I'm not sure oh, quite how much I really believe it, but I think in terms of tactics, the Niners are better. Interesting. In Andy Reid, famously good off the line. Uh, yeah, but famously a walrus. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it does look like a walrus. Um, so I think it comes down to uh, tactical brilliance and a few excellent players versus raw talent and also good coaching, obviously. But the main pro of the Chiefs is just raw, vicious talent, um, which, yeah, I think the Chiefs will do it. All right. Joe, I assume you're going to go for the 49ers. Yeah, no surprise here. I'm going to go for the 49ers. Um, I think... Both incredibly good offenses, both also very good defenses. Um, yeah. I think the Chiefs didn't have the best rushing defense. People didn't think they did, but against the uh, Titans, they performed quite well, very well um, against Derrick Henry. I did read quite an interesting, I, I actually, I couldn't remember why I'd read it. It ended up, I just remembered it was in the Facebook comment section. Um, but <laughs> oh someone, the old reliable. Someone dark, I think called place. Karen was saying that um, <laughs> over the years, <laughs> it was... Um, it was the teams consistently with the best defense that come out on top in the Super Bowl. Can we get a source on Karen? Just Karen, Facebook. One of the NFL comment pages. Have you got a second name? No. Ah. You have to scroll through. Well, I mean, it um, doesn't really matter. Does it? I mean, I think that is nonsense. I think... I well, do I, get, I, get I back Karen. From. No shouting, Joe. So I'm going 49ers. I think, I do, I think there's sort of a, a traditional take that defense wins championships. Like it's always said, you get to the postseason and they're like, oh, defense wins championships. You can't win with a bad defense. You can't. I think you can. Like if your offense is good enough, you can beat I mean, any team. You I, yeah, I just think in the context of this game with such strong offenses and also yeah. such strong defense, I think the Niners defense just being that little bit better will uh, take That's the game. That's fair enough. But the Niners don't have Patrick Mahomes. So there you go. Oh, yes. That's accurate. Uh, Lots and of teams don't have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, thirty-one. 31. Of them. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, I am um, still undecided, to be honest. Well, can I, we can we have, have one pick. in the next like yeah, ten I am, seconds? I am going to pick one, uh, and I am going to go with. Da, 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 da. What was that? It's the countdown start. That did not sound like the countdown song. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Um, Ooh, I think I agree with Callum about the just the magic that Mahomes provides. I think it's like Fitz magic, but better. Nothing's better than Fitz magic. <laughs> um, I think that Mahomes can do silly, silly things, but I, I, my worry is that the 49ers defense will shut them down. I think the Chiefs should be able to handle the 49ers on offense pretty much. I mean, I do think it'll be a fairly high scoring game, but I think that aspect of the game will go in the Chiefs' favor. Oh, actually. Do you think, think that? Nah, but to me, <laughs> the, the, four, the 49ers' touchdowns will be uh, breakaways. It will be uh, big mistakes where one of their amazing players will do something. First of all, they'll do something good and they'll really punish a defensive mistake from the Chiefs. Whereas to me, the Chiefs' touchdowns will be from consistently good play. I think that's the difference. That's why I think the 49ers will score less. Just, so I, don't think I think can, in a game with this level, this level of play, I don't think... You're going to have too many. Yeah, too There's many only so many times you can chuck a ball to Delo Samuels and George Kill and win a game. Well, I they've just, been doing it all season. I, I, not that I think. Not it. It's like that 
49ers defense is just so good. Like the D line is obviously known to be excellent, but it's the linebackers. Like I don't think they're even that well regarded around the league. I just think they're yeah, but I mean really that excellent. only shuts down Kelsey. Look at the receivers. It shuts down the run to yeah, an look, extent. Look and the if rec- they if they stop Mahomes getting out of the pocket, yeah, and fine. like Fred Warner, what is it? Drake Greenlaw, their rookie has been excellent. Quan Alexander. Has been really solid for them, but you're also not think, you're not thinking about whether the Chiefs O line can stop. Like you know what I mean? You're yeah, saying like they true. shut down the run. You're assuming that the Chiefs O line can't block. No, I don't know why the the Chiefs O line is very good. Why the Niners linebackers are essentially living? Ollie's been instilled in my head, instilled with fear by the Niners. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if it's you know freaking, what I mean. I'll like, have nightmares about Quan Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> but the O line for the Chiefs is, I believe, equally good, and therefore can can block them just as well as they can occasionally break through and stop a run. If I, if I were you, Callum, I'd be dissuading Ollie from back on the same team as you because this this season he's been consistently wrong in his choices. <laughs> that's that's yeah. true, yeah, you're a bad luck charm. I don't know who to pick. I'm actually going to switch. I'm going to go with the Niners. <laughs> I'm going to... That was nearly an edit out. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to back Quan Alexander for some bizarre reason. Oh my reason. god, what is wrong with you? I actually, in fairness... Quan Alexander... I don't know. I I really like the Niners. I'd say the Niners are like one of my like top three favorite teams. Um, I mean, I'm a Colts fan, but I do like the Niners. They're definitely my favorite team in the NFC. Interesting, yeah. but also surprised you even know they're in the NFC. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I think you know if the Chiefs win it, Mahomes will undoubtedly deserve it, and it it will be the start of a terrifying dynasty. As long as he doesn't, as opposed a... to the Niners, won't deserve it at all. I mean. No, they absolutely would deserve it, but I think the Niners, I don't see it being sort of a repeatable formula for success, whereas the Chiefs, I think if they win it, they are set up very, very well for the next few years. Yeah, they'd be like the Patriots six years ago. Yeah, not not quite that level. 20 years ago. That's sort of dominant. Yeah, 15, um, Yeah, I think (laughs) it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. Yeah, I see what you mean. I believe with that, we're done. Uh, our picks for this week for teams in our bracket. Oh, brackets. Oh, you haven't even got those bracket. Open. So uh, this is a, a fandom knockout, is what we've decided to call it, uh, which is where Joe and Callum are sort of deciding which teams they will support going forwards in the NFL. Uh, I'm a Colts fan for my sins, and um, they will try and figure out which team they want to pick going forwards. It's sort of irrelevant this year unless they pick one of the Super Bowl teams, which in and of itself would be a massive cop-out. Um, so, Callum, we'll start with you. Uh, you've got to choose between, and to be clear, we just randomly put these teams together and uh, just sort of made a bracket so that eventually it should narrow it down to one team that, you'll, that you've decided on. So, Callum, who do you prefer out of the Titans or Cowboys and out of the Bengals or Jets? What a matchup. Oh God, how did I end up with those four? Yeah, and, yeah, so this is round two, so you've put all four of these teams through previously. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, they did have bad matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the Titans, I like. Yeah. And they have been endearing okay. through their playoff success. Yeah. yeah. But the only real player that I have any affection for on the team is Derek Henry and That's his valid. bad hairdo. Um, therefore, like, I don't, I don't really like Ryan Tannehill. I can't be bothered with him. Okay. He's got a nice bounce back from awfulness <laughs> yeah. story. Yep. Uh, from rags to riches. Yep. Um, but the Titans aren't really that cool. Okay. But then they're matched up against the Cowboys, which are the kings of cringe. Yeah. Um, they call themselves America's team. Yeah. 
I can imagine their fans are really obnoxious. They are known to be. Um, not quite as cool. Not as bad as and Colts fans. But. They're obnoxious, but not in a cool way like Bills Mafia. Yeah. Um, so that's quite a hard matchup. I really like the Cowboys in Madden, which helps, I guess. Uh, not as good as the Cowboys in Red Dead Redemption. Oh, God. <laughs> Can we edit that joke out? <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in. <laughs> that's an amazing that's, joke. I really... It's completely gone over my head. Uh, but you've loved it yourself, Joe, so I'm glad oh you enjoyed God, that one. giggling. This is pathetic. Um, the you going the Cowboys I'm going with because Dak Prescott is cool. and Zeke Elliott, pretty cool. Zeke Elliott's also cool. Yeah. And although the team style is cringe, they're, they're cool players. Fair. And Bengals Jets? Uh, you like the Jets uniform. Yeah, I really, yeah, I, I think the Jets have a really sick kit. Uh, I think they've got some potential, possibly. Mm. I mean, the Bengals are currently awful, but they should get Joe Burrow, the number one Bengals, pick in the draft. Yeah, but then they lose their ginger quarterback, so it kind of sucks. Mm, true. That was the only thing I liked about them, that they had a red, a ginger kit and a ginger quarterback. <laughs> it was great. Um, they've got a good set of receivers, and they've so they've got something to build around the Bengals. But yeah, the, the Jets are mostly aesthetic grounds. Yeah, fair enough. And Joe, you'll pick between the Rams and the Chargers. And the Texans and the Saints. Ooh, that is hard for Joe. Two tough games. Yeah. Ooh, that's really hard. I'm going to have to go with... Chargers. So the two LA teams, who you got? Oh, aesthetic Rams would probably win it. Rams? Really? No, 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 no but, cool but, aesthetic, oh, but... But it's probably going to purely come down to Madden here. I quite enjoy the Chargers and Madden. Mm, Philip Rivers is an old man. He's leaving, actually. Yes. Yeah, yeah he, they announced yesterday they're not planning to continue Good. with Philip Rivers. And there's been talk of the Chargers going elsewhere as well. There, are, There always are. You I never think know I'm going to have to go Chargers. A road team. I mean, they're essentially a road team every game at the minute. <laughs> no one cares in LA. Uh, and Texans Saints. We have to go Saints. Oh, okay. Yeah. No explanation. First, no. first, first football match I ever watched was the uh, Super Bowl. Them versus the Colts, was it? Yeah. Uh, it was when they beat them, did they uh, yeah. thrash them to within a minute? Naturally, it was they the Colts. It was a. Close they, game. Gave, they gave them a few pity points. Yeah. They? Yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> And so that brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, thank you very much for listening in. Hopefully our explanations made some form of sense. And uh, we hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. We certainly will. And with that, I will say goodbye. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. And goodbye. Purple Radio Podcasts. Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio Podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.